You're listening to Sacred by Design, and I'm your host, Andrea. If you're struggling to connect your struggle to God, settle in. We believe Jesus knows your sexual brokenness and is inviting you to wholeness. Are you ready? Here's your invitation this week. These journals, these journals represent years of communicating one-on-one with the Lord. If I were to let you flip through them, which no, you'd see a progression of gratitude and thanks to anger and frustration and God help me because I was sick. A deep pain in my belly uh, led to scans and tests and one surgery after another, and I journaled because that's pretty much all I could do. My pain, my surgeries, my recovery times, the medications I was on forced me into a fetal position on the couch. Five surgeries in 10 months, 13 scars across my abdomen. The pain that I started with was nothing compared to the pain that I was feeling after the surgeries. Those surgeries were supposed to help me, but the physical pain now was compounding with growing emotional pain. Getting a quick kiss goodbye from my kids as they headed out the door with whoever could drive them to school because I couldn't, or nodding my head in thanks to whoever was bringing me dinner that night because I couldn't cook, or trying so hard to make my mouth form the words so I could read Goodnight Moon to my baby because I couldn't. I felt like a ghost in my own home. I was a ghost with a heavy presence taking up space in the house, and in all of their hearts. And I could feel it. There are several of these journals where you almost can't read the handwriting. It's so shaky. Maybe it was all the anesthesia, or the pain meds, or my low blood pressure, that plus my feelings. The scribbles in here may not seem like a big deal to you, but to me and to Jesus, they represent our relation deepening in intimacy because of the pain. They're gold. I don't know about you, but I grew up believing in God. I grew up going to church, and for most of my life, I kept God on a cloud somewhere with a white beard and Jesus on the cross and the Holy Spirit as a dove or a flame or a breeze in the pages of the New Testament. I've also known pain all my life, and for so many reasons, I've given pain and shame more access to my heart than Jesus. I wonder if you do that too. Who's your closest friend? Think of his or her name. Think of their face. Try to remember when you first met them. Was it polite and awkward, or did you just hit it off right away? Either way, over time, you learn more about each other, you got more comfortable with her, You started telling her stuff you'd never tell anybody else and giving her space to do the same with you, right? It's funny how we do that, how I do that with people, but not with the Lord. I keep him at a distance, loving and honoring and showing up for Bible study, showing up for church, but friendship and intimacy with Jesus, not so much until the surgeries. Pain ushered me to the feet of Jesus in a new way, and I unloaded my anger. I shared my fear. I confided my most secret hopes, and I cried. Jesus became my friend. The time here in these pages is evidence of a building relationship that 
still amazes me because it's not just me talking at God, but God responding over and over again. I was still in pain. Nothing had changed there. In fact, one of my scars was still itchy and oozy, refusing to heal. But God was next to me on the couch. He was showing up. And I scribbled it all down. He was showing up and confirming his word and through friends' texts, and I would scribble it down. We got to the point where I I would read through my devotionals and write out the verses in them and then sit with those scriptures and wait in them and wait in them because I was noticing how God would come for me in a chickadee singing on the deck or beyond coincidental chocolates from a friend or an actual nap uninterrupted by hurt. I was looking for him. It turns out he was waiting on me. I was meeting him, and he was meeting me. Do you know people who visited Jerusalem? They all have the same reaction, the same takeaway, that it brings the Bible to life for them. Walking through the towns Jesus walked through, it brings the Bible to life for them in a real way. I've never been to Jerusalem or Galilee, but walking through pain brought the Bible to life for me. When I read Luke 22, when Jesus says, Look, look, Satan has asked to sift you like wheat, but I've prayed for you that your faith may not fail. And when you turn back, strengthen your brothers and sisters. I take the warning from my friend Jesus to look out. And I look out. I know what that sifting feels like. Do you? Then those words, but I've prayed for you, I inhale those. Jesus is praying for me. He's praying for you. I want to encourage you to change how you see pain in your healing story. Along your journey to healing, maybe allow pain to be a path that takes you to Jesus. Remember when I asked you to think of your closest friend? Part of what pulls you closer is the hard stuff being in it together. I pray the hard stuff pulls you closer to Jesus. He wants to cry with you, be mad with you, and sit with you as you scribble all the way to peace. Run off to meet Jesus. Tell him the problem. Ask him why he didn't come sooner. Why he allowed that awful thing to happen. And then, Be prepared for a surprising response. I can't predict what the response will be for the very good reason that it is always, always a surprise. But I do know the shape it will take. Jesus, Jesus will meet your problem with some new part of God's future that can and will burst into your present time, into the mess and grief with good news, with hope, with new possibilities. Thanks for listening. May the voice that calls you beloved be louder than the whispers of shame. If you're ready to learn more, head to our website. And if you're ready to dive in, consider meeting with one of our spiritual coaches. You can find us at regenerationministries.org.